twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. We're very fortunate with our friends. I, I love our friends and I'm grateful that they are our friends. That's a nice thing to say. It's true because I'm thinking that when uh, when I was sick with my Lyme disease, which just kicked my ass, I had friends that, you know, w- one friend dealt with my dad that was uh, in Las Vegas at the time. And that's that alone is challenging. And then I had another friend that would drive me to different places and, you know, take me to movies every now and then. So I had nice things and friends would come by and visit. And that was very nice. And I think it was supportive of both of us, not just me. What did I do? It doesn't sound like I did anything no, while you're you were the wife. sick. Oh. No, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm talking friends. It's not about you at this point. I'm talking about our friends. Oh, I just want to make sure I was doing something during that time. It's like, oh, well, all our friends did this and that and the other thing. And, you know, Virginia sat on a fat ass and did not a thing. And your point is? Well, I'm just saying. That was my point. I was joking, sweetheart. Anyway, so our friends are very good. And then our friends are also good. I, I think that we're good with our friends where if they need help with something, we'll do that. Um, yeah, I think so. And, and Virginia will cook tons of food. We'll, you know, she fixes the computers. You know, she's their IT tech and, and very helpful. And, you know, it's, you know, sometimes she has extra parts and she doesn't charge and say, hey, this is what it costs. And so she just throws it in the computer. It's very thoughtful. We have a guest room. People stay here yeah, when we, they break up with their, their exes. Yeah. And, and we help them, you know, cope through those sort of challenges. And it's, it's really nice. And, and it was really nice when Roxanne installed that little hidden camera in the shower and said, this is a shower that you can use. This is all for you. I'm going to use Virginia's bathroom. Of course, I don't want to be videotaped on that. Right. And it's so sad because I know some people are going, oh my God, I hope not. No, I did not do that. That's Virginia joking. Right, but I, I burned it to DVD, so there's no tapes left. Well, then it's in our computer, and the FBI is going to find out, and they're going to get arrested. Hmm. At least it won't be child porn. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not It's not like they have the uh, dead fucking scent, you know, fucking people in our bathroom, because then it could be child porn. Who knows? Hmm. She might actually have those DVDs. Okay, next subject. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm thinking that we have good friends, and they're not just good to us, but they're good to other people. We have a friend that had a, a, a friend of theirs that was breaking up and was having a very difficult time period with this breakup and so she ended up you know going to different things where I guess her friend was doing you know you know uh various meetings you know where how do you improve yourself and all these sorts self, of self-help type things yeah and then was looking on um just all these she's like you know let's look into the alcohol thingies like you know if there's support groups with that you mean like AA? or Al-Anon yeah just all that stuff any I, sort of I like thing. alcohol support thingies okay AAA. No, it's just AA. Yeah. Alcohol yeah. Anonymous. AAA is about the cars. Yeah. Yeah. AA. But you know what? The cars are running then, too. Yeah. Hopefully, they're not drinking and, and driving those cars. Anyway, so they had the AA and then they had the Al Anon and, and all this other stuff, you know, adult children of alcoholics and all these other fun things. Anyway, so my friend, her, sorry, my friend's friend, and I don't want to use that person's name because I don't want to, you know, be uh, divulging any secrets. Let's just call her Julie. <laughs> okay. We'll say our friend's uh, friend, Julie, was going to these things and then Julie didn't want to go to these meetings by herself. So she asked our friend, would you go to a meeting with me? And so our friend said, yeah, yeah, I'll go with you. I'll I'll humor you and I'll go. So our friend Nancy went to that meeting with her friend. What kind of meeting is this? Hold on, I'll tell you. You, you, You're not really patient. So she goes to this meeting. Nancy comes back and she's like, oh my God. And she told us, and, and you don't remember it, it was a love and sex addiction meeting. Oh yes, no, I remember, I remember. And so Nancy was under the impression that it was gonna be like people that are addicted to love, you know, unrequited love or breaking up with someone who knows what it was so she goes to this meeting and it was all sex addicts in this meeting and she's kind of just kind of like hush hush and she's not saying much and she's just listening to the meeting because she's being very um, responsible and supportive of, of her friend isn't friends. that the name love and sex addicts 
No, it's called Love and Sex Addiction. Okay, and so you're surprised that there's sex addicts there? No, she thought, because it's two different ones. Well, let me me finish the story. You're getting all, if you remembered what she was saying, then you'd be fine. But so she does this meeting, she comes back and she's telling us, she's like, oh my gosh, I thought it was just gonna be love addiction. And then, you know, we've got all, you know, there's a bunch of, you know, sex addicts. So they're wanting to have sex and they're trying not to, kind of like alcoholics, either want to drink, but you need your support group. Or, you know, if you're uh, addicted to drugs, I want to use, but, you know, I'm going to go to the support group. These people are in my shoes. They understand what's going on, blah, blah, blah. So I'm thinking, fucking A, that sounds cool. I want to go. Now, I wasn't, I, you know, honestly, I'm not a very good friend because I just wanted to see this shit. Yeah. I didn't know Julie. I didn't know that person. So it's not like I was going to go. And Julie only went once. And you probably were going to bring like a bag of condoms or dental dams or something. No, no. I, I would have been respectful, but I just wanted to see what the fuck it was going on. I mean, I've never even knew that they had these meetings. I don't, And that's why people like you are not supposed to know about these meetings so that you don't go Hold there. Hold on. I've got the rest of the story, Miss, Miss no, Lack of Patience. So I convinced Nancy, I want to go see this shit. She's like, Roxanne, you know, this is really not a cool thing for us to go to and right. stare. Right. And, and gawk. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, come on, Nancy. I'd do it for you. And so I talked her into taking me to this place. And it's like, it's like a hidden place. You have to know what's going on, where it's at, and all this other shit. I'm pretty sure this violates the very principles by which this group exists. I know. I'm not giving the addresses or anything like that. But it, it'll, it's going to get good. So I'm like, I'm fucking, this is going to rock. I, you know, I'm hoping there's some fucking hot chicks there. I'm married. I can't do anything. But I can at least stare at them. I could do that. That's okay. And that's not bad. And I'm not going to encourage them to have sex if, they, if they're not supposed to. If, if they, you know, for whatever reasons that they have this sex addiction, I'm going to be so good. So we go to this next meeting that came up. Yeah, you're going to probably sit there in the third row, turn around, start winking no, at cute it's not, girls. No, it's not war- rows. So we go into this place and there's a couple of different meetings that are going on. There's the love, uh, love and sex addiction meeting. And there's some other meeting where there's all guys. And I don't know what their deal is. I think it's an AA meeting. Because they're like, I guess they're sharing this this office or whatever this house yeah so we go in we go to the right that's where our meeting was at and they're all women i'm like oh cha-ching this is gonna be cool right on here so comes the down. predator yeah no no i'm not a predator because I'm, I'm married married with dogs so I, I can't do anything but i'm just thinking this can be cool so the door shuts and they start talking about because like if you go to a meeting at, at first there's kind of and it's and i, I Apologize, I don't have the terminology, but kind of like a ritual. Things that they do before the meeting starts. They're reading whatever you're supposed to do and not you're supposed to do, but whatever the, the it's not even a chant. That's so wrong. Let's okay, say let's a prayer, say that, like, right, like a small right. little prayer that they say when it, before it starts. And that's what they did with the Love and Sex Edition meeting. So I'm like, okay, cool. So we do this, I'm being very responsible. And it's not, it's not rows. It's like a, like an oblong table. So you see everybody's fucking face and then people start talking. And I'm like, this isn't the sex addiction meeting. This is a love addiction meeting. So I'm listening to these people talk. I thought it was the same thing. No, they have. I mean, I guess maybe one day is sex addiction. The other day is love addiction. And some people have both. So you don't know. It, it's like craps. So, you know, did you, get, did you roll the dice properly or did you get it crapped out? I mean, I don't know. So I'm listening to these meetings or the, these people talk. And a lot of people are just heartbroken. One after another after another. And basically, as I'm listening to these stories, I'm thinking, you're being played by that, whoever you're in love with. You know, that person's an asshole. You don't see it. And it goes one after another. And then it's coming closer. And people are like, you know, hi, you know, I'm Jennifer and I had X, Y, and Z done. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm starting to perspire because what do I say when it comes to me? And I feel so guilty. And what I feel so guilty about is like as these people are talking and they're, and they're sharing their hearts, it's not that I'm here listening, but I'm thinking, 
oh my God, when I was younger, I was a motherfucker that were that was hurting these people. Yeah. And I can picture Mary sitting in this fucking room crying that and there was there was a there was a lesbian there. So there was a les actually there's two lesbians that were at this meeting. And I didn't know these lesbians. And I'm thinking, God, if it was Mary, I would have to fucking walk out. But you know what? You you weren't the person. I mean, if these people have an addiction to this type of stuff, just breaking up with someone is not, you know. I wasn't. I was cheating on Mary. I was horrible. I, breaking up would have been kind. I know, but it doesn't mean she has an addiction. It just means I'm you were a shithead. I'm not saying she has an addiction. I'm saying that these people, these, these people that had the love addiction stuff, is that when you're dating someone and someone's bad to you, you're going to have that scar. You're going to have that, that baggage that you're carrying. And Mary probably had some baggage, but she had no idea what the fuck she got herself into. But part of it, and this is where I'm I'm not good. If you're 24, you do not date an 18-year-old. Actually, I was 17 when I first started dating her. No, but that's, that's too young. Right. Yeah, that's that is too young. young and it's gonna, the young person is going to be immature. And I was immature and the world was candy and I fucking love candy. And I loved women, you know, and, and that's what was so cool. And I cheated on Mary and I didn't give a shit. And she tolerated it where... She knew that I was sleeping with people. And, and even my friend Becky told her one day, you know, Roxanne's going up to Tahoe not to really just visit her parents because my mom and dad lived up there. She's going up there because there's a girl that she, when she was up there last time that was cute and Roxanne wants to sleep with her. And Mary's response was, I know she loves me and that's okay. And I'm like, I, it was an open relationship with one way because if she did anything, I'd, I'd kick her ass to the curb. And I did once because she, one of my friends kissed her and I'm like well then we can't hang out with that person and she still wanted to be friends with the person and I dumped her ass and she's sending flowers and shit roses to my work and I was just throwing it in the trash I didn't give a shit I know but you know there's a difference between just being a shithead and a dick to women and like someone having an actual addiction to that well I don't know if they're saying addiction but it's I, I think it's more uh, psychological things because like the, the scars that, that we carry if you don't get over it and you don't heal and you have one bad relationship after another after another there's it's kind of like the person that you find. So let's say, for example... Well, sure, but I don't, I don't think you're the, the cause. I mean, just no, because she I, had one shitty time, and maybe you were like her dick girlfriend who she talks about now with her wife oh, who she's she had me. with the 30 years, right? No, but she, I've, I've seen some of the other people that she's gone out with, and I don't know if they cheated on her, but they're kind of they're kind of losers What I th- when I saw them later. But anyways, I'm going to go back to this meeting. So I'm listening to these people pouring their hearts out, and then I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, apologize for every person that was bad to them? I mean, this is what I'm thinking. And thank God Nancy's there. She's like, no, I'm going to pass on. I don't want to talk at, at this thingy. And so she said, no, not me. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, okay. I said the exact same thing that she did. And I walked out and I felt so bad because, you know, there's all these different people and it's it's different things. And some of them wasn't just, you know, love addiction. Some people have love and sex addiction. So like they would have sex with you and they'd be really attached to you and then you'd dump their ass. And then all of a sudden they're freaking out and they're having sex with all these other people and maybe unprotected sex. And I'm like, holy shit. Let me tell you something. Did you, did it ever... And I give people a hug and say, I'm sorry, but I don't want them to take it the wrong way because I don't even think you're supposed to hug anybody there. Let me tell you this. I mean, did you ever think that these are the people, though, who are stalkers? I mean, I think these are the people who are stalkers because they have this addiction or whatever they have that they don't understand. No, we just had one date. I didn't even kiss you. Well, I'm sure that there's some stalkers, but I think some of them probably had real stuff because like... I'm sure they did, but I'm not saying... Hold on. They could still be stalkers. All right. Let's say, for example, I go to date you. And we have a good time. And they say, okay, it's over. And you're like, bum. You're like, and then you come back. You're like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And then I call you back. Hey, what are you doing? It's kind of like that Jersey Shore thing. That thing with fucking Sammy and Ron. You know, they're going back and forth. They're giving, you know, go away, come here. Go away, come here. And it's mixed messages. And it's hard to get over someone if you think that you're in love with them. And they say, okay, it's over. And then come back. It's over. It's come back. Everybody has at least had one person that tells you, come here, go away, come here, go away. At least one. See, but here's the thing. And that thing. fucks people up the head. And there might be someone that's in the meeting at that. It wasn't, everybody's like, hey, I'm a stalker. And 
I've been watching the person and I'm going through their trash cans. It wasn't like that. They were talking about that they're hurt. They're having a hard time getting over this person because they're fucked up, fucked in the head because of that. And maybe right. their therapist said, go to this meeting. I, I don't think of it. It was just different. If it was, if it was a sex addict, I'm cool with that. But love addiction, I think it's just people that are looking for love and, and they can't be alone. Sure. Oh, I agree Like the with people that. that go from relationship to the relationship and there's not even a breather in between. Right, we have right. friends that have done that. Oh, yeah, sure. But I mean, I, I don't think they're all addicted. I mean, I think this addiction thing is something different. It's like not every person who has a glass of wine every night with but, dinner is addicted to alcohol. I mean, it's a different thing. I mean, some people are addicted and some people just had a bad relationship. And then I think some of these addiction people, I think some of them are stalkers. I, I still disagree. I mean, there might be, you know, a couple, but I don't think the whole thing is stalkers. I think maybe there's people that have had therapists that say, you know what, if you're having a hard time getting over this person, maybe this meeting might be a good support group. And who knows, maybe it started with a sex addiction, and then they said, you know, let's just throw in love. And then, you know, the love people aren't addicted. Maybe the sex addicts, I think they are addicted, but I can't imagine the, the loved ones are, are addicted. Or, so here's what I want to know. When are you going to your next meeting? I'm not going to go to a meeting like that again. I felt, I, I felt like shit. I think they felt better. I felt like shit because all the stuff that I've done, because it wasn't just Mary that I cheated on. I was kind of an asshole, uh, but she was the worst one. And I'm like, I, I felt like, you know, I was part of the thing that caused people hurt. And I, I felt very, very bad. It was a, a valuable lesson. I wish I went to that. Well, no, probably not because I probably tried hitting on him when I was younger. Well, but it, was just, it was just a bad thing. You, you know, you can't, if it's over, you got to let it be over. Don't lead people on. Don't cheat on them and blah, 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 because it fucks them up in the head. You know what? You got to break up with someone. You got to break up. But I'm here to tell you, I am yes. going to absolve you of responsibility for being a dick girlfriend and being an asshole and cheating on girls and breaking hearts. Okay. So well, let's, I wanna, let's wait, lift this, that from wait, your hold being. On. I, think, I think I need to be able to say something like, you know, forgive me, Virginia, for I have sinned. I've never confessed that to, to anybody, you know, in depth, you know, what an asshole, self-centered asshole I was and um, what I need to do in order to have you to forgive me. For, for all these girls that was bad too. Very good. I think we'll both sleep peacefully tonight. But you haven't told me what I need to do. Like if I was Catholic, you'd say give me, you know, five Hail Marys or who knows what. But you have to tell me how to say a Hail Mary because I'm not Catholic. Oh, I got things for you to do. So all right. Let's, uh, let's get it going on. Let's get this penance underway. Awesome. All right. Bye. Bye.